Welcome to the first episode of the Tuesday Review. I'm James. I'm Nathan. I'm Callum. And tonight we're going to be reviewing Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Uh, but before we get into that, this is the Tuesday Review, a new uh, pop culture discussion and movie <laughs> review show. I had a show previously called Man vs. Movies. Um, wasn't that good. <laughs> it, did all, went, it did all right. Went for a while. Wasn't that good. Um, but with Callum and Nathan, we decided to reboot it under a different name. Um, and it's now the Tuesday Review. We're airing on 98.9 Northwest FM, which is our uh, local community radio station here in uh, Melbourne, um, Australia. And uh, yeah, we air every Tuesday night at 6 p.m. Um, and yeah, GMT plus 11. Okay, okay, just for those, yeah. <laughs> for those international listeners. <laughs> uh, um, and, uh, yeah, we, uh, we'll be talking about mostly movie reviews. Um, but occasionally other things to Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about, you know, TV shows, comic books, video games, um, and just pop culture discussion. The show airs on Tuesday live on the radio, but the podcast will usually be uploaded the next day. So even though it's called the Tuesday Review, the podcast will go up on Wednesday um, unless something happens and I can't edit it and get it up on time. But usually I'm pretty good, pretty... Uh, we should have called it the Wednesday Review. When and still air live on Tuesdays, <laughs> call it the Wednesday Review because the podcast goes up Wednesdays. Yeah. <laughs> I think most people end up listening to the podcast anyway. Um, so yeah, that's when we'll upload that. Um, yeah, New Year, New Show. Look, uh, happy, I know that happy New Year, everyone. I know a lot of our listeners mm. uh, were looking forward to men versus movies. No. But unfortunately, that, that name lost out. Disgusting. I don't know. Man versus movies was a terrible name. I only picked it because I couldn't think of anything better, and I was surprised that no one else had already done that name. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I just had to chuck that in there. So, yeah, now with the Tuesday review, so... A lot for, classier. Yeah, so for new, if there is any new listeners who haven't listened to, to the old show, yeah, this uh, will we'll obviously be uh, uh, referencing back to the some of the older episodes of Man vs. Movies. We'll always try to keep is, so, add some context in, yeah, to mind you. Yeah. It's a lens of a new show as well. Yeah, but um, mostly, yeah, this is a new show and we'll try not to sort of confuse anyone who hasn't yeah, heard those episodes. We, we don't want to be and too self-referential. Exactly. Um, and, you know, on everyone episode one here. Yeah, and also, yeah, we're starting again. So this is a new show, fresh start, new year, new show. Um, so for those of you who, like, are just tuning in now, like, to, for the first time for the Tuesday Review, uh, thank you, welcome, and we'll just talk about how uh, the show will usually go. So first... Like, first 10-ish minutes, we usually talk about news and stuff, whatever, like, whatever's happening at the time, like, you know, pop culture news, movie movie news. Um, and then we usually go into a spoiler-free review of our, like, feature review for that episode. Um, and then we do a short spoiler-free. And then after that, we just go, like, into a full spoiler discussion for the rest of the show. So, yeah, for, for, you, for those of you, like, unfamiliar, like, that's what usually will happen. Um, so you can sort of listen to the start of the show, get all the discussion and the spoiler free. And then if you haven't seen the movie, you can stop the episode. And if you haven't seen the movie, then you can keep listening till the end. 
Um, obviously, that'll change some weeks depending on you know what we're reviewing. It's all pre- it, it can be pretty fluid. Yeah, and also like unfortunately we only have the one hour time slot six to seven on, and we're on live on air, so it's kind of uh, restrictive in what we can and can't say. And sometimes we just won't have time to get to everything. Um, so yeah, mostly it'll just be the one review. Uh, sometimes we might throw in some other stuff. But if you are a live listener. Feel free to please message us. Yes. On the Facebook, the Twitter. Yes. We uh, have you can message us on the Tuesday Review Facebook page, so like and share that. As and the hip kids call it, the socials. The socials, yeah. And uh also we're on Twitter. It's at Tuesday Review AU. So follow us there. That might change in which the future might, given our luck. Which might but, change. But yeah. we'll announce that. Yeah, but for now that's what it is. Um Yeah, so I think that's it for housekeeping um i think we'll move on to our spoiler free review for black mirror bandersnatch which is based on the sort of uh sci-fi horror anthology series black mirror and is like their first kind of feature length if you can call it that movie uh that's come out on netflix um, it's about uh, it, it's set in 1984 and it's about a young programmer who begins to question reality as he works to adapt a fantasy novel into a video game. And what's interesting about Bandersnatch is that it's a choose-your-own-adventure movie. So you can choose uh, which different paths. different paths that the character goes down. And sort of the mixture of Netflix and Black Mirror is the perfect place for this oh, kind yeah. of movie. And you, you can go f- quite deep down the rabbit hole with it too. Um, <laughs> see our Facebook page. Yeah, see see, our, see <laughs> yeah. our social media for, uh, <laughs> to see how far we got down the hole. Yeah, the, um, the serial killer uh, wall of... <laughs> yeah. what is, is it like a flow chart? Is that what you're yeah, calling it? Yeah, a conspiracy mind map. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with red string and all. Yeah. Um, what I would say though is you referenced it as you referenced it as a a full length feature. While it does, well, it can take you. I'd say the amount of time that a, a feature length movie would take you to watch. Yeah. If you go through, if you only do one playthrough, it's probably in like forty minutes long, if that. Yeah, it, it, it's depending on your choices, which range from small and inconsequential to really big and game changing choices. You can sort of get a sort of a quick ending in a in a very short period of time or you can drag out the story for 90 minutes or so um and if you keep going back and do, doing different timelines and different endings oh, it took, we, takes hours. we spent four, four or five four hours and a half, maybe five hours trying to get all the endings all the timelines and we charted them all out and stuck them all on the wall we did the best we could yeah, we. Uh, I'm sure we missed a lot too. Yeah, uh, we got most of it, but yeah, we we did miss a few. Um, and there's also like soft endings or sort of game overs where the movie the movie kind of ends, but it'll send you back to to the to, cho- uh, the, uh, to, to a branch you haven't choice. taken. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there are like proper endings where with credits and everything. where the movie ends and its credits, which you can get multiple different kinds of those as well. Um, and the 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 movie is really. Obviously, very meta, very self Like the characters, kind of reference the themes in the movie, reference the idea of control, 
and cho- you know choice and the illusion of choice and, and stuff. I like also that. think we should just add, just to clarify what we're talking about here, mm. uh, for those who aren't familiar with Choose Your Own Adventures or Bandersnatch uh, mm, yeah. itself, what happens is it plays a movie for you, and then it will ask you a question: Do you want to choose? which album to listen to or which breakfast yeah. cereal or if you want to go home or stay at a studio to work on your project yeah. and you depending on what you choose it will play some more movie depending on your options so yeah. the, the actual narrative you see on the film is decided by which options you choose as the user yeah so that's what we're talking about so it's it's not a video game i mean it kind of is but it's filmed yeah. it's not like it's no, not like it's it's a movie yeah. where at the at in certain scenes at a certain point you'll be able to choose for the main character whether he goes one way or another way and depending on what you choose the narrative will go in a different direction yeah. meaning there are so many different filmed scenes and possibilities yeah. that you'll be watching a different storyline depending on what you chose previously um and i like one thing i do like about this is certain choices get locked off to repeat if you choose one thing in your yeah. first playthrough you can't do a certain thing in another playthrough yeah. it's really weird and crazy yeah that that's kind of one of the reasons we kept going back through yeah. it was to try and get everything yeah and, and we w- had to I remember one playthrough we had to completely start again yeah because we did a wrong choice somewhere in a rather random playthrough yeah. back to get to get one of the endings you have to like not do one thing in the middle that if you did this ending becomes locked so we had to restart so the whole movie. Not only do your choices matter going forward through time in the film, yeah. it also matters when you go back through time. Yeah. So as we said, there are certain paths that get blocked off depending on what you chose down the line. Yeah. So when you go back to explore and certain also, branching paths, yeah. some disappear. Also what's interesting is sometimes to get an ending, you have to go back. Yeah. So you have to choose one branch, one timeline, and then end it and then go back and choose another to get another ending yeah, so that, that you that, wouldn't have got if you just chose that first option in the first place. That's where like the game-like elements really come in. Yeah. Because it's almost like you, 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 your character, well, you'll say your character, because this is not a video game, but you acquire... The main character. I, yeah, yeah. Say the main character is retains some sort of progress between playthroughs. Yeah. Stefan. Stefan, Stefan yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, um, uh, so like, if you do, it's like, even though you go back to the start, you still retain some properties you acquire through the playthroughs to carry you forward. Yeah. Um, and I just like going back to before how self-referential and meta it is. I like the fact that it's a choose your own adventure game about a choose your own adventure yeah, game. The, yeah, the yeah, <laughs> Stefan is yeah. like making a choose your own adventure game based on a choose your own adventure book. <laughs> and the movie's about. And the mo- yeah, yeah, and there's a choose your own adventure movie about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I like how if you're to to sort of get all the branching timelines and choices, you have to uh, watch it on a console. Yeah. So, and what's cool is one when the choices happen, like you, when the choices come up the screen, you if you're using your controller, it vibrates. That's kind of cool. Um, yeah, you can't watch you can't uh, watch Bandersnatch on like an Apple TV or something like that. I think yeah, if you do it just plays all the endings like it just plays out in we one try, timeline. Cuz we tried and it wouldn't let us, would it? Yeah. I, I think I think technically you can, but it removes the interactivity. And so you it just kind of it just kind of plays, yeah, it just kind of plays in in some order. Um but yeah, so uh F- is it Fionn Whitehead from Dunkirk play Stefan? Um, is it Finn or Fionn? I don't know how to it's pronounce it. It's probably pronounced Finn, yeah. but I'm not sure that. It's kind of like that. an Owen or a Ewan kind of pronunciation thing. Um, and, uh, 
Yeah, it's. I, I like the the movie set in the 80s, so it's got this kind of cool, you know, retro uh, production <laughs> design. And it, at some parts, it almost has what they call a vaporwave aesthetic. You know, oh, like, yeah, the, like the neons. Yeah, yeah. And beautiful it's got to a look cool, at. If you've ever seen the show Halt and Catch Fire, it's got that kind of vibe. It's really cool. And the 80s have never been so popular. <laughs> oh, yeah, the 80s are so hot right now. Um, but, yeah, I, I think um, the, the movie overall... Is, the story's kind of average. Yeah, but I think what's what's good about it is that it's fun as an experience, as a, yeah. it's a as a game. I like would, definitely more as a group activity. Yes. I wouldn't. I couldn't see myself going through no. the whole sort of experience by myself. Yeah, if you watch this on your own, it probably wouldn't be that fun. But we got together and went tried to go through all the the choices and map them out on paper, and it became like a fun sort of a game. Um, so I think that's the best way. To, to view it and also I think that's the best thing about it the interactivity is what makes it fun and all, but also that it's yeah it becomes more of a video game than definitely. a movie in a certain sense there's also that drive to what easter eggs can you find when, yeah. you, when you understand how it works when, when, when uh, what we call the timelines yeah. when you understand how they work you, you kind of get into this mode of what can I find? How does it all interact? Yeah. And we'll get into that later on in the spoiler section. Yeah. But there are certain things that are self-aware in, in, in the program. And so you kind of want to keep, you try to look for notes yeah. and clues well, as you go along. Uh, well, one of the things we tried was we kept trying to pick the same ending over and over again to see if, if we got any if, changes. Yeah, if, if the movie would like start figuring it out and being like, hey, stop that. And a couple of times we sort of did yeah. find some differences, so that was really fun. Um, I think what's also good about sort of going back and trying to redo your choices is you start to see all the Easter eggs and all the things that are set up earlier in the movie that you wouldn't notice the first time. Yeah, all the, um, yeah, all the yeah, sort of nods to yeah. future events and whatnot. Um, and one of the things also I like is there's so many Easter eggs in this movie mm. that there are some section, there's some scenes that they filmed that are so hard to get to and so secret that even the director doesn't know how to get there in the final product. Yeah, that's legit. Yeah, apparently that's, that's yeah, incredible. There's, there's one ending that's like impossible to get. Like I just I find that's amazing that in this day and age, Netflix can do that within the Netflix service. So what I mean by that is like the idea well, that a streaming service can have something that has so much depth to it yeah. that it boggles my mind. It bander snatches my breath away. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first episode of the new show and you're already gone All right, with the cut puns. his mic, James. He's uh, out of here. I'll turn off your mic if you're not careful. <laughs> first episode of the new show, already with the puns. Damn it. Um, no, like, yeah, it's so, it's so, I would say, vigorously complicated. Yeah. Um, the, the fact that the story's kind of average, it doesn't matter as much because you're more focused yeah, on and trying to get the secrets. Yeah, exactly. And we were sort of... The story is simple because of the amount of work Technical effort, yeah. that would have to put in to sort of organizing all this and filming it all. And not just the technical side and writing and directing it and shooting it, but like the acting, the the, the actors would have to do it again and do again it again and again, again. But also keeping in mind what timeline they're in. So it's like, well, in this timeline, this all this stuff happens. So I have to act this way. It, it gets like infinitely more yeah. complicated yeah just because i remember when we we watched it we would have like a couple of times it was like a different playthrough but we got a slightly different angle or it was like yeah, yeah. Some, just slight some changes yes yeah, some scenes is just edited differently i and feel like others are like completely different just for clarification because i, I kind of feel bad uh we should uh make note that this that 
Bandersnatch isn't the first choose your own adventure game on the Netflix service. I'm pretty sure the Minecraft well, that, that's, one is, but that's aimed at children. Exactly. Whereas so, Bandersnatch is aimed at an adult audience. Exactly. So the net, like I said, Netflix and Black Mirror are the perfect sort of outlet yeah. for this kind of mature, th- yeah, uh, choose your own adventure experience. Exactly. So yes, there were those kind of kids, which uh, you said were based on. Uh, Minecraft. Yeah, so it's like that's technically a game. Minecraft developed this technology long before Bandersnatch. Yeah. And they've used it for kids' but, programs and yeah, Minecraft. And they're, and that's animated it's stuff. Animated and like, it's so this is the first time it's like an adult sort of oriented sort of actual live film action. As opposed to I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this really is almost, I'll call it a stress test for that technology. Because yeah. all those other programs are probably really simple. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to kid- throw us off on a tangent. I just thought we should make reference that this isn't the only one of those kinds of yeah, programs but, available. But the, what's interesting about this. And why it's why people are talking about it now? It's because it's so well developed. Yeah, and it's so and it's like the first. Layered. Yeah, it's like the first kind of big sort of adult-oriented sort of choose-your-own-adventure movie. Because like yeah, like the tech exists for the kids' shows, but it's going to be nowhere near as complicated I mean, yeah. or, de- or well developed. And the th- the thematic stuff that happens in something like Black Mirror, you're never going to be able to explore in any of those other things. I mean, even looking at the delivery method of the story itself, the choose-your-own-adventure. Uh, type of narrative I mean they've been around for a long time yeah. but they were very popular when we were kids yeah uh, we all we all played them we all had them in school libraries and so on so I think that this is really good because uh, I mean kids now I say kids but you know like uh, people of our people of like this a 15 year old now might not necessarily have the same access to a choose your own adventure book as we did when we were kids because now with phones and tablets and all this stuff kids use different they still they still interact with stories the same yeah. way we did but the delivery methods are so different now that I, I, I remember the, the was it Goosebumps that had the choose your own adventure books uh, or was it, a, was it a different, like, horror uh, anthology series? I think series? it was different. Goosebumps probably had some as well. But uh, I remember reading those, and they were fantastic. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just hoping that if kids don't have access to those now, because books aren't as popular as they used to be... Um, oh, I'm sure kids still read. Yeah, still school libraries. They're probably still around. No, but uh, what I'm saying is, at least it's good now that hopefully this kind of tech can, can, can come to a streaming service like Netflix, where people do interact with that more than they certainly would books now. Like a, a like a lot of I'm talking mainstream audiences now would not necessarily re- uh, read as much as they would yeah, watch. Yeah, but I, I think I think every even if you haven't read one, everyone knows what a choose your own adventure book is. It makes me it makes and me kind of wish that Bandersnatch was like a real book. I want I want a real sort of big thick choose your own adventure <laughs> book aimed at adults. Yeah, I'm pre- yeah I'm pretty sure there's I'm pretty sure there's some. I'm like, I'm like looking to it. There's, I, I, yeah, there's, I'm sure there's like fantasy sci-fi choose your own adventure out there. And but anyway, what was I saying? Um, everyone knows what choose your own adventure is. This is the first time it's been there's been like a big choose your own adventure movie. So this is why it's a yeah. big deal. And also, again, I'm going to keep saying it because it's Black Mirror and because it's Netflix. It's the perfect place for it. Mm-hmm. Definitely, like it makes sense. Yeah, and, no, absolutely. Um, and the way you know that Charlie Brooker and the uh, Black Mirror team uh, makes these things, it's like it's also thematically. Entwined into the story and the characters, and um, I mean it also. It and it's pushed, very meta and very funny. It and pushed stuff like the that. new season of Black Mirror back considerably, which yeah. is fine because it took us four or five hours to finish. So that's almost a season yeah. of Black Mirror. Well, yeah, like, I got my Black Mirror fix <laughs> now. now <laughs> we got how, we we got our hours worth. Yeah. And there's Black a, the the Twilight Zone uh, reboot supposed to be coming out, and the whole, there's like a whole bunch of anthology shows supposed to come out this year anyway. So what a time to be alive. Yeah. So yeah. It, Black Mirror season five or whatever, it's like yeah, 
It's like, we can wait now. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, I think season five was supposed to come out earlier this year, but I guess they replaced that with Bandersnatch. Pretty instead. good decision. Yeah. Oh, it keeps us busy. But, yeah, it was enjoyable, and I recommend watching it. Like, I it's, mean, yeah, it's, it's an enjoyable experience. I definitely, as I said before, I would recommend doing it with some friends or yeah. family even. Yeah. Because um, in terms of, there's nothing particularly objectionable. I'd say you could do it with your parents if you're over a certain age. Or, it's definitely, yeah, it's not definitely not as dark as the other Black Mirror there's, stuff. Yeah, there's nothing particularly, I'll in, say. In terms of content, there's not, there's not a lot of sexual content. It's the only content that might, some might find objectionable might There's be the violence. occasional swear word, violence. Yeah. But that's about it. For an American audience, that's pretretty tame according to the rating systems. Yeah. Uh, so there's no there's no uh, nudity yeah. or anything like that as such. Yeah, like some because some of the Black Mirror episodes can get pretty hardcore. Yeah, this no, one's this, this, this one's is on pretty the lighter tame, side. Tame, yeah. um, but it's a technical marvel. Yeah, very um, impressive. Mind you, it is psychologically dark. Yeah. Definitely. Oh yeah, it's definitely a hit yeah. heavy, but not in the same way. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I guess we could talk about the reception a little bit. I mean, it's it's got quite a quite a good reception. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, some of the uh, actors have been attacked in Specific- social media. As far well, as more specifically, Will Poulter. Yeah. So who plays Colin in Bandersnatch? Will, Will Poulter, who plays Colin in Bandersnatch, left Twitter because of personal attacks. Yeah. But. I don't think that has anything to do with Bandersnatch. No, it doesn't. It's because he's becoming big. He's been like it's killing tangentially it. Yeah, he's been, best. he's been killing it for the last like five or so years. Like he's been, you know, doing really good stuff, and so he's becoming more and more famous. And so his face is getting out there more and more. And Bandersnatch being on Netflix is he's probably fa- he's been more exposed than he ever. So it's it's a it's a thing where. A lot of celebrities now are leaving Twitter because they keep getting personally attacked. I don't think this has anything to do with Bandersnatch. No, it doesn't have anything to do with Snatch at all. Yeah, so um, this is just a case of he's gotten big enough that people, you know, obviously there are crazy people out there who have to attack celebrities online to feel good about themselves or whatever, and he's decided to step away from, from that platform, which is 100% understandable. It's just a shame that it has to come to this. Like, yeah. his work in Bandersnatch... He's I great. He was re- like he was really good. Yeah, I would say he. He's like, the he, best you character. Could, uh, you could make an argument that he carries the film. We'll, we'll go into oh, spoilers yeah. now. Like his character is the best character. Yeah, that's what I was. Gonna, well, I'm going <laughs> to use this as a bridge to get to spoilers. Yeah. Um, because we need to talk about the fact that do, I think it's his eyebrows that get a lot of people. Yeah, but he has those weird eyebrows. And so that's what? Fine. And that's no, yeah, that's so makes him memorable. Makes him memorable. He's yeah. a memorable face. Yeah, um, you have to divorce someone's. If you, like, I, I'm perfectly fine with his appearance. I don't care. Yeah, but you, if let's just say hypothetically, uh, if you're listening, mum, <laughs> you have to divorce someone's appearance. From their performance in a film, who cares what they look like? They're there to but, be a character, not. But he's also to... he's also an actor. Like his yeah. his face is interesting. Yeah, exactly. 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 I have no problem with um, it. And in my mind, he carries the movie. He's he's like yeah. the strongest actor in the film. No, yeah, he's been killing it the last few years. He's been really doing really good stuff. I I also want to add in here that I mean you've probably you've heard us talk about this from Man vs Movies. Uh, if you're a past listener, but we we kind of came to the conclusion that people generally just don't like Netflix. Yeah. So any negative reception that he yeah. received from Netflix, you can't necessarily rule out that someone's every, just yeah. like every Boo, time a Netflix. Movie, every time a movie comes out on Netflix, oh, this is the worst movie ever made. This sucks. Yeah. Um. So we'll go on to spoilers now, but before we do, we're joined by a very special guest. Um. So occasionally we'll be joined by 
guests on the show, uh, which just means our friends will just drop in and talk crap with us. So we're joined now by Alan. How you going, Alan? Good. Thank you for having me. I'm fashionably late. Looking very suave. Yeah. So uh, it, for those new listeners, Alan is always late. I am. I don't think he's ever been on time. I mean, I talked to him before the show and he was like, you yeah, know, I'll try to come from the start. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> to be fair, though, with the new show, we want to sort of get a start on with just us anyway. Um, but yeah, uh, occasionally we'll have uh, Alam and others in to, to join us. Um, so we'll go into spoilers. Sounds good. Yeah. So yeah. we'll do a spoiler warning. This is a major spoiler warning for Bandersnatch, the Black Mirror Bandersnatch. If you haven't seen it. Watch it. It's on Netflix. You won't regret it. It's fun. Watch it again and again yeah, just and again. Don't just watch it again. once. Just don't just watch it once. Watch like, it until you've made go. a conspiracy mind map like we yeah. did and you start to question your insanity. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is a major spoiler warning. So, I think, as we were saying, it's very meta. So, the sort of themes in the movie and the characters sort of it references the idea of the movie being choose your own adventure and the character in the game making a choose the character in the movie making a choose your own adventure game based on a choose your own adventure book and there's this whole questions of like yeah reality and and who's in control and uh, yeah the movie raises the point again and again that free will and control is an illusion yeah um and to a certain ex- to a certain extent the movie sort of plays with that itself as an experience because if you get one ending it just be like kicks you back to another to take a path you haven't gone down before yeah. so to a certain ex- to a certain extent some endings excluded some pathways excluded you can get quite a lot of the story out in just like the one sort of sit down Without yeah. going back well, to the main menu and going back well, uh, yeah, to the Well, yeah, our kind of first playthrough, we got a sort of main storyline from start to the, like, finish to the end credits it, with the occasional sort of soft ending or game over. Yeah, so if you get a soft back. ending, it kicks you back to a choice you haven't made before. Yeah, but then we got to a point where we finished everything and we had to restart it and do it all again to get new choices. Um, but, yeah, I think w- what's what's cool about it is the character's obviously question, you know, where the choice is illusion or whether in the control, but because of your choices, their their reactions kind of change depending on what you choose. And this is what this is what was a bit funny to us when we yeah. first sort of saw it. Yeah. Well like wait a minute, did he notice that? Yeah. 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 So, it was like that line's different from last time. Like, yeah. He just mentioned the fact that we did something yeah. in the last time. Like, I like yeah, I like it. it was like we watched it and then we made a bad choice and we like got a sort of game over ending and then we went back and then the character's like, Do I know you? Like to the guy he'd never <laughs> yeah. met he's like he's like uh, I think oh, and the main character- Stefan yeah, Stefan who meets Colin and then we chose a bad ending, went back, and then and then um, Colin's like, "Have we met before?" <laughs> and, and Stefan knows the name of the game that Colin's yeah. making before Colin yeah. tells him. Yeah, I also like this is one of my favorite bits is where we so sort of at the start of towards the start of the movie, there's the the biggest choice you make is whether to accept a job at Tuckersoft, the games development company, or to decline. And I was like, accept. Like, of course, you're going to take a job, right? Um, and then that leads to a quick kind of game over ending and you have to go back and decline. But what I decided to do to see what the movie would do is click accept again. 
like to see if anything would change. And the Colin, like Colin, the look on Colin's face when we did that, he was just like, oh. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, I like, it was so good. Because the first time he's like, oh, that's cool. And then the second time when you know it's a bad idea, Colin's like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I like that, how, how they added that in. And like then I, then we tried to do it again other times, just kept choosing the same. And obviously it didn't work every time, but I thought that was fun. Um, but yeah, Colin, played by Will Poulter, is like probably the best character. And one of the reasons is because he's he kind of knows he's... In the yeah, he, the game. he sort of knows. He, you don't know how much he knows, but he knows some of what's up. Yeah, yeah. So he, uh, my my takeaway is that because of his heavy drug use uh, in the world of Bandersnatch, yeah, uh, he's been made aware of some truths about life being a simulation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, to he, such an extent that he's a very wise individual in that he seems to know things and he seems to have an understanding about how they're going to play out. So, to jump quite ahead into the story as an example, there's a pathway, if you take it, you can murder Colin. Yeah. And when you have, uh, when you show him your knife, he's like, no, don't use that. It stings. Yeah. Use something heavy instead. Because I'm assuming in some some hypothetical playthrough, he's been stabbed and and he he doesn't like it. Yeah, and then he says, see you in the next life. Yeah. He knows this is going to happen again. Assuming, you know, when you reboot the game, he's going to see you there. Yeah, and he he when yeah he's like so he goes on this acid trip and he's like explaining to Stefan like about the world and how you know he's like people think you can't go back in time but you can, and we get an amusing sort of analog from him about how Pac Man is actually program and control man yeah and how it's just like real life you you think you're in, you think you're leaving through one side but you come back yeah, through out the other and you the can't maze. escape yeah we live in a nightmare yeah. Uh, I like the worst lift pie. Yeah, I like how depending on like I think there was one point where we like went through a couple of times, and Colin said something like, "Oh, he's trying all the possibilities." Like obviously yeah. referencing the fact yeah, that we had gone through. Yeah, we're going through, through again and again to yeah. map it all out. Um, so that was cool, and also there's obviously the fact that you can kill Colin in some time, like in and some. I'm pretty sure timelines. you can also kill his wife. Yeah. Um, but um, like that, the, like what was funny was that thing. Then we went back, and then Colin was gone. Yeah. So when so, Colin, because uh, during you, you get invited up to Colin's apartment and you do a ton of drugs. Yeah. Now after you've done that, Colin is like, "Look, one of us is going to die tonight, and one of us is going to go yeah. over the balcony." Um, but if you choose, if you choose Colin, the next playthrough, he's not in the story. Yeah. Which was interesting. And then he reappeared at one point and then disappeared. And it was, yeah, it was interesting. Weird. Yeah, very weird. Um, also, like, Stefan kind of remembers past playthroughs and that kind of ties into his journey as the main character where he feels like he's not in control. Speaking of not in control, can we talk about the outrageous acting on his part. Oh, so when it good. Comes to the, like, you know, like the claw from Liar Liar? So, yeah, because there's the bit where you can, when you're in the, the therapist's of, office and you, you, can, you can choose whether he should bite his fingernails or pull on his earlobe. And doesn't matter which one he choose, but he does this really dramatic thing where he like grabs his He's hand. trying to resi- resist the urge to like do those things. Yeah, he's like, ah, it's so, and it's like close, like yeah. really close up, like with dramatic Overly music. dramatic, it's ridiculous. It's awesome. 
the movie goes over the top. Like the, yeah, the fight scene fun. as well is, is like yeah. amazingly. But that's the thing the is top. like the, the movie changes tonally depending on like what you pick or you know which which path you go down. I also like how there's like aspect ratio changes. Like there are like flashback dreams where Stefan's in his childhood and it goes into like a four by three aspect ratio change. And then there are other. I think most most of the time the movie is like letterbox, but then sometimes it goes like full screen, um, depending on like that was cool. Um, yeah, I also like how there's that one bit where you're in the therapist's office, and they're just kind of talking, and and Stefan's explaining why he thinks he's in sort of so he's being controlled. Yeah, and this is in the there's a there's an opportunity uh, you get to convince Stefan that he's not in control of his life. Yeah. And to do that, you choose to get to this crazy option where you can fight your therapist. Yeah. I think you have to choose Netflix as the option. I think so, yeah. Like, he, he's having a discussion with with his computer, who obviously is us, the, the viewer. He's asking, like, who are we and what do we want? Yeah. And you, you have the option to say, we're Netflix and yeah. we're just, you're here for our entertainment. <laughs> and that's what he explains to the therapist. I mean, the one thing we agreed on with this specific option is it should have gone, bum, bum. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like, we should have got the full intro on, yeah. the, little, on the crappy computer screen from yeah. the 80s. But uh, what I was saying was, like, when he's speaking to the therapist and she's like, well, if you are, like, being controlled and is like, why aren't we into, in a more entertaining scenario? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you're right. And then you can choose to fight her and there's, like, a kung fu, like, martial arts. And the dad like, comes in. He's yeah. fighting the dad as well <laughs> it's great. What, what's that as he, as he gets carried up for the end he's like I'll take you all down me and my friends in the future or whatever yeah. it is or there's also the option where it's like um, you sort of like the camera backs away and it says you're in the, in the studio recording the movie oh yeah there's one ending where it's like yeah you're literally film, like, like Stefan oh, yeah. is filming the <laughs> yeah. movie when you want to snatch. jump out the window and, yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. he can't get through it and they're like what are you and doing like, get cut. the medic <laughs> cut yeah <laughs> Yeah, there's also one ending which is like a proper ending with credits and everything where it's like the end of the You resolve the, movie. the problem. You sort of resolve the issues of where his mother went and like... No, um, not that one. I'm talking about the one where it shows the actual making of Bandersnatch as a Netflix movie oh, yeah. based oh, yeah. on the life of Stefan who's making the game based on the Bandersnatch book. And so it's like this really meta sort of thing where it's like we're watching the the behind the scenes of the movie being made based on the events that we just yeah, yeah. chose to, yeah. to watch. So would you say that the train ending is one of the, is like one of the secret endings? I don't know if it's a secret ending. I think from memory like we had to do some things to get to it that um we had to look up. <laughs> no, no, I think we did it we did it without looking it up, but later when we looked at the timeline like the flow chart the things we did to get to it, most people probably wouldn't have got to it at least because we got on the first. Do we got on the first or second? We got it, one of the early. We got it on one early. of the early playthroughs. So um, I'm not saying it's hard to get or anything, but, but it's, it's specific. I think, yeah. yeah, and and I think it's one of the really good endings as well. I like that's where, that's probably my favorite ending. Yeah, where so yeah, so what happens is during the sort of the course of the of the uh, I'd say the movie experience, mm. uh, a general theme. Of like Bandersnatch as a whole is aspects of Stefan's childhood. Yeah. Um, and in relating to a certain night where his mother went to catch a train and the train crashed and yeah. she died. And he feels somewhat responsible for that because um, he delayed her by uh, he not being able find to find his, his rabbit, which his dad put oh, away yeah. in a safe. Um, one of the, I would say, true or slightly secret endings is when you are able to find the rabbit and go with your mother on time. 
but the train, the train does it doesn't does it crash or does I, yeah, it sort of? You, you still delayed her long enough that you get on the yeah. same. You get on the um, still get on the same train that crashed. So you die with your mother in the past, mm. and then it but flashes. Then it flashes to the future when you're describing the event to your therapist, and then Stefan dies on the chair. Yeah, and Callum was like, "This is some looper shit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So Alan, that was how, cool though. That how was, do you I feel, Alan? About, about Bandersnatch. Well, we didn't uh, end up going through all the endings that I wanted to. Because Alan decided he was the will of the people. <laughs> no. I did. I, I'm you, sorry. You became sorry. the senator. The, the will of the people gave you one of the most difficult endings to achieve, did it not? That's what I thought. <laughs> um, but obviously not... I didn't have to get... Uh, be, I wasn't able to get into it as in-depth as you guys did. Um so I can't comment, but I think I'd argue that I probably explored it as much as any average person would. That's, yeah, you, your experience was probably the average experience of oh, just know, like watching with some friends. We, yeah. we went, we went down the hole. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. No, uh, we, uh, later, we, yeah, me, yeah, me, yeah, me, Callum, and uh, James yeah. went down the hole. Yeah, yeah. So overall, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, like you said, the story wasn't anything amazing, yeah. um, but it, it had some pretty good elements to it. Yeah. And the, the whole Choose Your Own Adventure on TV was quite cool because I also remember reading, they were Goosebumps books, oh, uh, where, okay. where I'd have to hold pages back yeah, with yeah, my yeah, fingers yeah. so that if, you if, if I did die on this page, I could go yeah. back. <laughs> At least this makes it easy. You just flip back. <laughs> yeah, it actually gives you the option to go back. Uh, but one thing I think, like, I did enjoy the whole referential thing, especially um, the eyebrows kid, as I like to call him. Uh, would, <laughs> you know, he was really aware of what was going down. Yeah, that was cool. Um, but I feel... It'd be really interesting to see another Choose Your Own Adventure where this is not obviously part of it. It's they don't the, the character doesn't mind being controlled. They don't they're not exploring that yeah, part, the, but more something not as not, meta. not as meta. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah, nothing is meta. Just a new narrative uh, that'd be I think uh, equally as, as yeah. fun. Well, I know Nathan was like, I really want to see like a big budget sci-fi or fantasy movie. Mm. I mean, it cost it cost far too much. Money. Yeah, it'll break the that, bank. That's the thing is like. We're still. This is still a sort of experiment, and that's why Netflix is the perfect place for us. Because and and that that's another reason why the movie is kind of straightforward and the story is kind of simple. And yeah, the setting also yeah, the has setting, to be kind yeah. of simple. Has to be kind of cheap, not cheap. Yeah. But, you know, it has to be something that they could yeah. easily replicate. Yeah, um, and have to film over and over again. Yeah, and the the, the locations don't have to be exotic crazy anything, out there. Yeah, yeah so that yeah, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, I don't know how much of a demand there is. Like, even though we enjoyed this and I'd recommend it, it's like, how much of a demand is there for a big sort of sci-fi honestly, adventure? I'd pay Pro- fifteen bucks for. I it. feel like <laughs> probably, honestly, probably not a great deal for the average but, person. So let let's. So f- what if a big budget sci-fi movie came out at the movies where you download an app on your phone and. See, but that would give people the shits, though. No. So if I'm in a big, if I'm in that a big, like a, yeah, a group, yeah, yeah, if, yeah, I'm in, if I'm in a theater with like a hundred other people, and I'm, the, and it's like you're going by, I'd say group consensus. Yeah, exactly. Here. People are like, I didn't want to do that. Trust, oh my money. But there that, will be fights in the cinema. That, that's what I'm saying is, it's not really viable. Like it wouldn't work. It, it's it's more because it is blurring lines between game and movie. Yeah. Like it'd have to be a you pay for a, a service situation where you can pay maybe $20 yeah. and you get your shot at it or something a little bit more expensive to obviously or, subsidize the cost of Or it would have production. to be like an escape room kind of thing where yeah. you have to get a group of friends and pay a pay an entry yeah. price and go... Or like, or like because one of the things about Bandersnatch and it being on Netflix is that there are so many choices and so many endings and so many timelines 
that you kind of you can go through all these different things and there are yeah. soft endings and and proper endings and whatever but it's like if there were a really big budget choose your own adventure movie it would probably be more simple in the what you can choose it'd probably be like a scene would like a, a, a whole sequence of scenes would play out and then it would say choose whether this character lives or dies and then then the rest of the movie would happen and it would be different depending on what you choose but not so different that it would you would get bad endings and then have to go back. Or but, yeah. but something with Netflix, you could also have a situation where you could start having a simple narrative, mm. and then they could also update it over time. Like that would be interesting. Like say every six months, you could have like another branch of the story, yeah, like a part two. Yeah, well, like That's... not even a part two, but say for instance, it's like a fantasy story. Yeah, and you have to save a princess or whatever it is. You could have the simple, straightforward narrative. Yeah, and then in six months or whenever Netflix gives them more money. Like a DLC, <laughs> no, like legit, not a, not so much a DLC, yeah, yeah, yeah. but add just add like a new update to it, yeah, with new it. paths and new yeah. decisions, and just constantly evolve the narrative as a whole. That would be interesting. That's yeah. something that they can do with that platform. But yeah, I guess that's that's why Netflix is yeah, it's the perfect platform for it. Um, yeah, and and it sort of becomes more of a game that way. Even though I mean, it's still it is, a movie. It's, it's like, risky, though. I mean, look, we, we all get into it because we're movie fans, we're yeah. game fans. This is, it's aimed at you know people like us. Yeah. But for someone who's really hardcore into games, they're probably not going to bother with it. Yeah. Someone who's really hardcore not... into films, they're not going to bother as such. I mean, they mm. might, but... I also think that, uh, like, uh, for example, uh, mine and Nathan's parents, mm. I don't think they'd be bothered... I think it's too much work for them to yeah. think about decisions and or, pathways. Or, or they'd probably they probably do the one playthrough. Yeah, like yeah. I don't Which necessarily think. Yeah, that's fine. But I'm not so sure guess, they're the target audience. Yeah, I, I guess it's definitely a niche uh, sort of venture. I guess uh, you know, like I keep saying that Netflix is the perfect place for it. But one of the reasons that Black Mirror was the perfect sort of place for it to to come from is because it's like an anthology TV show. Yeah. So this. I wouldn't like I I I wouldn't call this a TV movie because TV movies are you know cheap B movies that play you know midday movies. I'm talking about like it, because it's on Netflix and because it's based on a TV show, it has that kind of um, TV background. So I think people are more accepting of a Black Mirror movie being a choose-your-own-adventure thing on Netflix. It's because Black Mirror is always pushing the tech angle yeah. as well. So and, it yeah, and it their... fits in with their whole... Yeah, their, Shtick. Yeah, um, and it fits in with the themes of, of the what they were trying to do. So, um, yeah, if, if a big-budget movie came out that was choose-your-own-adventure, it wouldn't, wouldn't have the same... People wouldn't be as... That's not to, uh, that's not to say. Yeah, yeah. That's not to say that films haven't tried something similar in the ballpark before. Like we've had films like was it Clue, Cluedo that Clue, Clue, yeah. that have had sort of like different endings depending on where you see it and when. Yeah, and, but yeah, well, that's not, obviously it's not the same. But yeah. it's in the similar sort of I think, ballpark, I would guess. Yeah, I think from from memory when that movie first uh, came out, you, could, you I think originally they just released it. I can't remember. I think they released it. Um, with different endings and you just had to keep going to see it but people would keep getting the same endings and get mad so they had to it was clue A, they, clue B, yeah, clue C they, yeah they would list it in the newspaper like what ending it was but then like I've got the DVD and it just plays all the endings one after the other which I still like like that's that's kind of fun 
Although it would be cool if you could get like a Blu-ray or whatever where it's like just it just randomly <laughs> randomly chooses the ending. Oh, that that would be really cool. I yeah. could do that with the plug. I think Blu-ray so. Tech. Yeah, they, they should probably yeah do that. Every time well. you watch it, it's just a different ending. Yeah, but then I guess, but then it probably it 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 couldn't be on shuffle because then you could watch the same ending twice in a row. But then if it wasn't on shuffle and then you'd know what ending you're going to get depending on what you watched last time. So but it doesn't getting really two work. endings in a row is fine. It's, that's, that's, that's the point, I guess. You know, you, every time you watch it, it's different. You're going to take that risk. That's acceptable risk. Maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I just, yeah, um, that's a really good movie. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, this is the kind of, yeah, this is kind of the first time where this has been from memory. I, don't, I can't really yeah. think of any other kind of choose-your-own-adventure no. Certainly not on a streaming service. Yeah, yeah, nothing like live action. Yeah, I don't think there are any big re- like theatrical releases for. A, I hope there will be. Well, that's the thing is it's like too difficult to do. In it's too difficult, and, and for some reason, I keep going back to a Lord of the Rings choose your adventure game, but oh. like, I just that's too big. They won't well, make Am- it. Amazon is doing their Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah, there's should... no way they'll no. blow the budget. No, <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I'm just like, where should I take the ring? I'm like, I had this whole idea in my head and I can't stop thinking about that's it. 99 percent of your decisions will just end in you dying. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's like put on ring or take ring to Mordor, and everyone just choose put on ring and. Die in the next scene. It's like you got killed by the Black Riders. In this. It's like try again. You got killed again. The orcs got you this time. That I'm fine be, with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, but like a sci-fi one would be really awesome. Science fiction would be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Star Wars one would suck. Well, we have to provide context now because. We're <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll see you. You know what so, I think could really benefit though? Yeah. Blade Runner. That would be if cool. If they had to spend a lot of money on doing a sci-fi one, yeah. Blade Runner is where it's at. That would be cool, yeah. But, um, yeah, providing context... <laughs> I'm sorry. Because, remember, this is a brand new show. For, for I, I, I don't know how many new listeners we'll have uh, at the beginning, but um, most uh, listeners from our previous show would probably know... We, we hate the new Star Wars. We hate the new Star Wars movies. Hot take. They yeah. suck. I think, yeah, I think, I think you know... It's kind of divided, mixed reviews at the moment, but um, yeah, I don't think that's unusual. No, <laughs> they suck. <laughs> they suck. Okay, <laughs> context provided. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Original movies, amazing. Prequels, shit. New movies, they suck. All right, you're caught up. <laughs> so now, 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 if you want more, listen to our four-hour yeah. rants. Yeah, I mean, I don't recommend listening to Man vs. Movies because it's like a lot of a lot of crap. But um, there there were some good episodes and a, a lot of a lot of rants about Star Wars, which we'll definitely do on this show as well. Uh, eventually, it'll just be called yeah. the Star Wars Review. It's not. We're not tied down to movies. The now Tuesday as, Wars. We're not as tied down to movies now, so we can rant about Star Wars in all formats. Oh yeah, all the crappy <laughs> books that are coming yeah. out. <laughs> no, um, yeah, so I think Blood Runner would be a good idea. I yeah. really think I'd love to see noir make a comeback in a point uh, choose your own adventure style. Yeah, or even like a 1940s detective noir, like choose your own adventure. Yeah, that would be cool. I really like an, like animation, like not like 3D animation, but I'd like like 2D old style cartoon animation. That'd be too expensive. You reckon like hand drawn yeah. kind of cartoon yeah, choose your adventure? That, yeah, if they had yeah if they had to re they had to animate every different choice. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, no, I wish the market could make a comeback in general. It doesn't matter what form it is, but yeah. keeping it on topic, um, I feel, yeah, Bandersnatch overall, I really liked it as yeah. an experience. Narrative, not so much. Um, 
But I can understand but, why. Yeah, it's like, so like we said, it's yeah, it's, um, it has to be simple. Very and extravagant tech demo. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think as I was saying while watching it, I'm like, yeah, it's simple. But if if you think about it, like I guess not just what the behind the scenes, but even what we're watching, it's like it's kind of questioning the even when the therapist says. Why isn't something more entertaining happening? And then it does. It's kind of like questioning. It's like, yeah, well, we can't do... It's kind of saying, yeah, we can't do everything yeah. you want us to do. Um, there are constraints. The fir- yeah, the first time around. And also, as I was saying it, I was like, if this wasn't a choose-your-own-adventure movie and it just had a, a straightforward storyline about Stefan kind of creating the game and going mad, that would be a really good Black Mirror kind of yeah. long ep- like yeah. a episode or, or a extended... Uh, I like a TV uh, but, movie. The, but the theme works perfectly in he's making Choose Your Own Adventure and he feels like he's being controlled by yeah. someone. That works fine. Yeah, and at the end, if it was revealed that he was being controlled or whatever, that would be a cool twist ending that yeah. Black Mirrors have and, and fr- it would have been a great episode and from, people would have uh, been down with it. Yeah, and from my interpretation of when the lady says, well, why isn't anything more interesting happening, that's also a nod to the fact that we can't really control the narrative that much either, whereas that's we're true, almost yeah. as guided as Stefan is in our Well, that's, that's why I made the, the yeah. sort of joke hashtag Netflix is watching because i'm like well in the in the movie it's like they're controlling him or we're controlling him through netflix but it's like netflix is controlling is netflix is controlling us <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And in, in a way the the user or i'd say the user in this context mm. um is kind of being controlled because we are definitely driven through different scenarios yeah there's not as much the, the illusion of choice is yeah. still an illusion and of that's choice. that's the great thing about black mirror is like yeah you, the themes and and what the, mo- the what the shows uh sort of say it's like uh, you you question things about society so when you watch this you question things about you know are we being controlled in some sort of what what does choice mean for us and stuff which is what black mirror is about and the, yeah that's the overall sort of message of the the episode yeah so we can either take it literally in that we have no control over our lives and we're just a simulation yeah which is possible i guess or, Elon Musk thinks so. Yeah, there are a lot of credible people think we're living in a simulation. Uh, I am not a smart man, so I have nothing to say about that. But uh, or the alternative is we're just programmed genetically to make certain dis- decisions, or well, programmed by nature, nurture, blah blah blah, and that x out. We don't have free wills. Just well, who we yeah, are I mean, decides for us what we do. They they kind of say this in the movie, but you can't you can't go back and change previous choices. Um, unless there's a time machine we don't know about or whatever. We've got to hit Colin up for that. So, yeah, we've yeah, got, to, yeah. got to... Well, we can't tweet it. I'll yeah, well, it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us your secrets. Why do people have hey, to ruin this? You know, you know what? We should do a Will, Will Poulter um, appreciation episode. Like, because that guy's awesome. Um, but, yeah, it's like, you can't... You should can't, invite him on the show. <laughs> yeah, if he wants to come on the show, you should definitely come on the show. Uh, if you, promise, next time you're in Australia, I can't promise not to make fun of his eyebrows. <laughs> See, you're the problem, Alan. No, I'm not the problem. I'm you're just doing problem. it in my own, you know. Yeah, you do space. it privately, not on Twitter. Yeah. That's sort of better. Sort of. <laughs> but yeah, we're you, all bad people. We just keep to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, you can't you can't change previous choices. So choice is technically an illusion, un- like unless there are multiple timelines. Or, or alternate uh, parallel universes, but then we can't access access those. So those yeah. don't matter to You're us. You're always on the one track. Yeah. Text so. from Jake says the Netflix ending is the best ending. Yeah, the the fight scene. 
Oh, the fight scene uh, ending Jet or DS, uh, the, the the meta making of uh, the It's unclear. Uh, for no, listeners at home, Jake is someone who may or may not be on the show yeah, at some point in time. He's a friend of ours. Um, he comes to some of the movies we see. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's talking about the ending in which you choose Netflix and then you explain to your therapist about how Netflix is watching and then you end up fighting her and you get okay. dragged away. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the ending because we all thought that was very funny. Yeah, that was funny. He, he appreciated that ending. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? No, I no. think we've... Uh, final thoughts? Very good. Yeah, we enjoyed it. Good Alan? stuff. A lot of fun. Yeah, final thoughts. Definitely worth something to check out with friends. Yeah, check so it out. So you can all have like... It's a good party game. A group it's a consensus fun, yeah, it's a fun and game. somebody else taking control. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> the illusion of choice indeed, isn't there? Yeah, right? it's the illusion of choice when one friend decides that he knows what's best Alum for everyone. Is in, hashtag Alum is watching. Yeah. He'll let you have your say. Alum is in control. But then he decides what's best for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The illusion of choice. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I think that's it for tonight. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope this hasn't been too too bad of a no, first, I think it's good. first it's show. Pretty good, I think. We, I think we did yeah, all right. Uh, we had some laughs, had some deep philosophical yeah, thoughts on philosophy. the nature of choice, yeah. um, <laughs> as we do every week on the Tuesday review. Yeah, <laughs> as we will in the future. <laughs> Took a shot at Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, which will happen every week. <laughs> Trust me, people uh, are going to get sick of it pretty quickly. Please message, uh, please message us on Facebook yeah. and Twitter. So make sure to like the Tuesday Review Facebook page. And uh, follow us on Twitter at Tuesday Review AU. Um, you can message us there, um, share it with friends. Let us know how you want us to improve the show. Yeah, let, if you have any suggestions, let us know. Um, also, shout out to Alex Clark for our logo. Very um, tasteful logo. Which is awesome. Um, you can find his work at rocketshipmedia.com.au. So check him out as well. Um, yeah, thanks everyone again. Um, hopefully the show will improve as it goes on. Do we know what we're talking about next week um, in terms of I movies? I think, um, oh, what comes out next week? I've blanked. We're going to talk about Aquaman. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Glass, Glass comes out next week. The screener Ooh. of Aquaman that we picked up in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> in Mexico, yeah. Glass, you said. <laughs> yeah, Glass comes out next week. So That'll be a spicy one, hopefully. But I'm worried, like we say, because, um... M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong has yeah. this habit of making one good movie and one bad no, movie. No, see, I reckon this movie is going to be stunning because so no, much no, rests he, on he, it. He made a comeback with Split, so... Yeah. No, I mean, depending he, he on who you ask, The Visit, a, but yeah. Uh, the Visit, um... Yeah. He made a comeback with The Visit. Yeah. <laughs> the Visit... Did you see The Visit? Yes, I did. The did Visit you like was... The visit? <laughs> I have a different okay. relationship with The Visit, like most viewers, I think. <laughs> <laughs> It's, That's um, okay. He makes challenging we'll, work. We'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about this. Um, what would make you think that he's a challenged person from that movie? Uh, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this. I'm sure in the glass. Definitely, review. definitely next uh, next week's episode. We'll. So what yeah. date does glass come out? I th- on? Actually, I think it comes out next Thursday. So uh, we, we, it will be not not next week's episode. We'll talk about tune the, in next week the for Aquaman review. We can talk about Aquaman <laughs> if you really want. You can also talk about. <laughs> No. <laughs> or oh, 8mm. Uh, maybe. We could do a classic yeah. review. Nick Cage News. Yeah, we'll, news we'll see. On, we'll on, see. Tu- on Tuesday review, we, it, we, talk, we a lot, never we talk a lot of crap about what we're going to talk about next week. Yeah, but it's we, not next week yet. We, we never know what we're going to do until like last minute. But um, since this is a brand new show, there needs to be a dedicated amount of Nick Cage love. Because, you know. Nick Cage. We need a Will Poulter so, uh, appreciation and Nick Cage appreciation. The Baby Goose? Yes. So is the Tuesday review all about. The one true god, Nicolas Cage? Yes. 
Um, now. Can, I feel good we, about that. Yeah. <laughs> we can still have some of the baby goose. We'll see. I think we need to team up. That's what I think. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Tune in next time for the Tuesday Review. Uh, I don't have a sign-off because it's a new show. Uh, late- it's Tuesday and you've been reviewed. Uh, <laughs> what about latest haters? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll think of something. We'll think of something. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>